You're just a white woman. What kind of ads do you guys get on like targeted ads on your uh, I guess phones, computers? Uh, I don't. In like insurance ads. You use a VPN? I have a thing called a pie hole that blocks all the ads on my network. Bro, we all got pie holes. <laughs> Shut your pie hole. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, what's a pie hole? It's what's a, your B hole? It's a little thing that runs on any computer really, but like a Raspberry Pi, little tiny you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh will go pop out. <laughs> it's a little like ten dollar computer, basically. What about what, what, it's what, great though? What ads do you get? Dave? Uh, I get oh I used to get the I get the Invisalign ads, yeah. the one where the the little kids like don't worry about it sweetheart and then immediately goes don't worry about it sweetheart and you could tell that they just cut the audio in the second time. That feels offensive. Yeah, I mean yeah. I need braces. One of my students the other day goes, "What's that gap in your teeth?" And I was like, "What?" And she was like, "What's the gap in your teeth?" And I was like, "I don't, I don't have a gap in my teeth." And she was like, "Oh, See, I guess it was just a weird angle." Whistled when he said it. No. I don't have a gap in my teeth. In my teeth. Megan, <laughs> <laughs> do you get any cool ads? Do you get any cool ads? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I opened my computer right now, and I'm getting a Fendi ad, which I, I guess I'm pretty styling. I, I I get like a lot of like I get a lot of like very weird like fast fashion ads. I get a lot of like. Like I get that ad all the fucking time for like the guy who wants to hide their beer belly shirt. I'm like, thanks, man. Me too. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Me too. Um, uh, I don't I get, know. I get Verbo, like the Verbo only ads. real, uh, yeah, the only real porn game of 2019. I get that a lot. <laughs> Do you uh, really? Yeah, all the time. And I get what, it, like that... a weird drum beat right after it. I don't know how it goes. <laughs> Are you looking to me as if I know how it goes? Yeah, I don't use Pornhub. What do you use? I'm not telling it. <laughs> then everybody will know. <laughs> yeah. The verbo ad with um, uh, Kermit the Frog singing. If I could yeah. That's the. I just. I, be <laughs> I was doing the. Uh, um, what's that? Uh, Steven Universe theme song. If I could pretend to be. You guys didn't watch Steven Universe, I'm assuming. I did. No. I did not. <laughs> that one's for Eric Dano. <laughs> Look at us! <laughs> Woo! Are we started? <laughs> I did have somebody. <laughs> I had somebody at the bar the other night in Denton ask me three times how the podcast was going. I was like, "Is that what you know about me?" Who the fuck? Does Tell that, me later. <laughs> hold on. Does that mean they listen or they don't listen? Because that sounds like they don't listen. He it was sounds on like, yeah. the podcast oh. when we were interviewing people. Great guy. I really like him. But uh, yeah. Did he almost hit you with your, with his car? No, he did not. Okay. That guy's not a great guy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this guy plays a banjo. Oh. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. Morning. Welcome to Don't Be the Artist. Podcast is going great, guys. I'm Hagen. I'm Dave. I'm Adam. I'm Jackson. Does anybody have any news they want to talk about? No. Hmm. Nope. I don't really nope. feel like there's much news right now. Well, great episode, guys. I guess we'll see you we're like, next to We're just going to hang out now after the, after the episode? That's did y'all did see that clip of Britney Spears singing like her natural voice what? on TikTok? No, I didn't see that. Yeah. Did, did you? It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my news. Cool. Uh, it sounds great. She sings uh, Baby One More Time, but puts a cuss word in it. <gasps> yeah. Can you tell me the cuss word? Fucking. Okay. Is it in the chorus? <laughs> yes. Hit me, baby, one more fucking time. Nailed it. Oh man, rhythmically that hurts. Yeah, that doesn't uh, doesn't work. No. 
Yeah, I'm scrolling through. Yeah, there's really not much news. Uh, Slipknot has a new album. That's how you know it's a slow news day, if that's <laughs> news. <laughs> Sorry, Hagen. Uh, I don't Iggy, get what, what? <laughs> Iggy Pop canceled some tour dates. Oh, Is man. It? I thought you said Iggy is alien. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. What? <laughs> Good times. Yeah, so uh, like then, then we will only talk about what I want to talk about, which is... <laughs> targeted ads yep now you got to keep that all in there because i said it uh, what well, uh, you, you think gonna... i was gonna fucking edit all that out yeah, yeah we don't do that now yeah hagan you look kind of hot <laughs> 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 thanks guy <laughs> fuck off man <laughs> fuck off let's no, go no that's for the end of the episode you can't say that oh yet. sorry 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 I, th- I thought we were done because i'm so hot i f- couldn't tell how far time <laughs> yeah. had gone you're hurting my feelings you're hurting my feelings you're so hot, you're hurting my feelings. Okay, let's try it again. <laughs> you're you're hurting my feelings. Yeah, it's because you're so hot. You're, you're hurt- tearing me apart, Lisa. You're hurting my feelings. Do you like that movie, Dave? The Room? Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> what an incredible answer. I like watching it with people <laughs> who haven't seen it. I have never seen it. So watch it with watch, watch, watch let's it watch with it you sometime. Either. I'm not interested. Oh, let's do it. let's watch really it sometime. Really do we have to? Patreon. <laughs> No. I mean, yeah, if somebody pays us $5 to do it, I'll watch it. I'll pay you $5. I went through... All right. (laughs) I went through great lengths the other day to be like... uh, I was making some joke. I was like, look, that person could have a... um, an OnlyFans, but like non-sexual. They could just crochet things and put pictures of the things that they crocheted. It would be non-sexual and I would pay for it. And then I I did this for about five, ten minutes and I was like... I just described Patreon, didn't I? Yeah. But yeah. also, OnlyFans started as an... In, the intention was to be another Patreon. Sure. That was the intention of OnlyFans. It wasn't supposed to be what it is, which is why, like, whenever they backpedaled and they were like, take away the sexual stuff, because that's not what we meant, people were, like, lost their minds, obviously, because people have made their careers on OnlyFans. <laughs> if you are ever curious whether your partner has an OnlyFans account, all you got to do, if you know their email address... It's just put their e- like sign up, <laughs> and then just sign yeah. up, go to the sign up thing. Just use your name, Artie, and go to the sign up thing. Put your partner's email address in, and see if you can get through the whole process. Did you do this? No, oh, no. Okay. I just like that. you know you can do that with anyone's email. Then yeah, no, you can okay. do that with anyone's email. What's your email, Adam? I don't know. Uh, I al- know it. <laughs> album that don't most, be the artist. I think most people know what my email is. It's not hard to find out. It's not hard to guess. Yeah. Album, album, album. One, two, up, uh, three, I'll four. Who didn't silence their phone? Uh, no, who do you me. think? It's uh, it was me, and I got an email. I almost said his email address out loud. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. I mean, um, if you did, it would be fine. Everybody can go find it. <laughs> cool. It's not a secret. I feel like I had something. No, I didn't have anything. Yeah. So we're halfway through the year. We're over halfway through the year. I mean, it's. We're almost at the end of July at this point, so seven months in. Is that is that how that works, or is that eight months? You had like it right the, the start. First time. No, 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 no. I know, I know, I had like oh. the number, but you know, like, never mind. I, I'm not going to get into this. Is January month zero? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to get into. Yeah. Like, January first is one one, whatever the year it is, but you have not been one month through the year. Exactly. Right. I'm not. Turn on the black lights. Look at your poster. Take some shrooms. Take a trip with us. What we're going to find out, is it floor zero or floor one?
Holy shit, Siri. <laughs> shut the, the fuck up. <laughs> what did I say? I don't know. It's okay, but she doesn't know how to respond to that. Sorry to anybody's, uh, you know, house setup or devices if I just triggered them. Um, yeah, so we're halfway over halfway through the year, so I uh, thought it'd be a good, um, good time. Specifically in this year, I felt, you know, like there was enough that's happened, and I felt, you know, good enough about this year that let's do a mid-year. How are we feeling about the year? Um, let's just go around the table and say, you know, like, what, what are you feeling in 2022 musically? What are you thankful for? Yeah, what are you thankful for, Hagen? Nothing. Cool. <laughs> not the not the Briston reissue. No, I mean like yeah, that's, uh, but you that's... have some hot and heavy uh, opinions about reissues. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's there's been stuff that I've been into, but honestly, I, I thought about this a lot when you brought up this idea to talk about this today, and I was like, I think that I'm just in a shit ass mood because like lately, I'm gonna I... cut you off there, Dave. How are you <laughs> feeling about the year? <laughs> no, S- go ahead. Same, a shit ass mood. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. It's like it's something weird. Like, I, I, there's been releases that are good and I, and stuff that I like, but I haven't been like super stoked on anything really. Obviously, the Briston thing is really really cool, uh, but like that's it's the same album he put out. So it's like, can I really talk about that? Is like why 2022 is cool in music because someone re-released an album with more songs? No, I, I want to so. hear where Adam's feeling before I say what I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, the list are you of- feeling positive? More than them, apparently. Yeah. Um, I, I, there's enough stuff that's come out that I like that is probably going to be in like my top five albums of the year, but it's also a very short list. Like the so stuff far. that has come out already? Yeah. Or, okay. Interesting. I do think it is. this year is good for like tours coming back, and I think that's a positive thing for oh, man. music. It feels like, in, in September and October specifically, I had to pump the brakes on Shut Up Siri. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, at some point I had to pump the brakes on the amount of shows I was buying tickets to because it was just getting out of hand the amount of money I was spending. But even not even on that, because some of them were like cheap shows of like 20 bucks. Uh, but they're free. Yeah. No, that didn't happen. Mm. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> um, but I, I, it just got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm driving to Austin to see black Mitty on a Friday. I'm gonna like, do I want to hang out with friends or do I want to drive back to see the mountain goats in Fort Worth on Saturday? Like it, it was getting to the point where I was like, fuck man, this is, I, I even had to tell like, you were probably maybe the third or fourth person to ask me, Adam, if I wanted to go see the Mars. Volta. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, look, I do, but the Mars Volta has done a great job in making me not want to see them. And not because of the music they're putting out, but because they said, we're not playing our old stuff. So don't expect that. And I was like, cool. I would have bought tickets to your show if you hadn't said that. See, I, I think that's more interesting to me. I say that as someone who still hasn't bought tickets, and I guess they're probably sold out for good now. But they, they kept adding show dates, too, and that made me think, I don't need to buy a ticket now. Oh, my God, what they did. so They, they really fucked over people going to the first day. Yeah. In Dallas, they announced their tour. Uh, Dallas was going to be their first show back, and it In about sold out. 10 years? Yeah. Uh, 13, I think, yeah. is the number. But, like... They it sold out. It was a Friday show, and then they added another date on Thursday. Imagine all those fucking people were like, "I'm going to see Mars Volta the first show back," and then they add a date. I would be so pissed. But I, I mean, like, obviously this some this is something to consider with the state of music in 2022 being like tours and live music and stuff. But also, I mean, like that that this was going to be a given with the state of like the world and everything being fully like 
pretty much fully back in swing. Wait, what was going to be a given? Like tours and live oh, shows. Yeah, and adding more, yeah. adding more dates too is not yeah. unrealistic. But I think it's just should I mean, add it on the other I thought side. It would be summer. I thought it would be summer and like it's, it would be a clean slate. But like it really doesn't feel like that it's for not, me. It's like I think a lot of back end groups loaded. got scared last year when they tried to come back and have summer tours and shows, and then they had to cancel sure. and move them, so I, they didn't want to do the same thing. I also think that I also think that like. It's been it's been year round. This has been thick, like the, since the beginning of 2022, all the way until now. The amount of live shows and tours that have been happening is crazy. Because I've also gone to a lot of live shows and have bought have bought tickets for more, and will continue to be going for a while. I've I've thought about like traveling even to go see some bands, like not even in Texas that I really want to see. So like, it's it's it is, this is a given. I mean, when we were Young Fest is even more proof of like all of that. Like this is. You know, people are going to see a bunch of live music. Plus, they add they kept they kept adding more dates. It's just like people are stoked on this kind of shit. And just an update on that: if you guys thought, "Oh, Jackson got tickets to that," but like you know, he could always back out, resell his tickets. He doesn't have the airfare and um, you know, hotel. I do now. That is, I will be Ooh. reporting from the ground zero, whatever you want to call it. I'll, I'll boots on the ground. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, luckily i have tickets to the third date so if the first two dates are a shit show i'm just gonna be hanging out in vegas i i really wanted to to try to go see paramore on their tour because they had young the giant opening for some of their dates so that was super duper cool mm. uh but they're not going to be anywhere close for the, that part of the tour which is annoying there's a there's a couple of things that it makes me think about for this year specifically because things are opening up that like Bands are reuniting that we haven't seen in a long time. Paramore, Rage Against, Rage Against the, Machine, the Machine, finally started. My Chemical Romance, at, uh, at the Dragon, <laughs> Mars Volta. Same thing. Same thing. Close enough. Yeah, but but it's it's wild to see them coming back together and potentially releasing new music. Another thing is they're going to add more dates in the same spot because even though we're living a little more freely than we were in the previous two or three years. Bands are still quite scrutinous about COVID restrictions and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean... Right, and the logistics of getting all their stuff around has always been problematic, so it always has probably made sense to do multiple dates, but that just kind of fell out of favor for anything after, like, the 80s, really, where bands stopped having, like, residencies as a common thing about you go to this town and you play, like, five shows. I found it uh, super interesting that... And and you typically only see this with larger acts, like, uh, you know... my example that I saw this with recently was the smile and then uh, Mars Volta is doing this as well, where they announce their tour. Maybe it's, you know, 15 cities, 15 dates. And then if you look at that initial announcement, you're like, why the fuck are they playing in Houston? And then four days later playing in Dallas, that's weird. And what they do is exactly what we're talking about with Mars Volta. They have it baked in there that like, okay, well we have two guys from Radiohead in this band. So likely we're going to sell out, a good amount of these venues because they are small compared to Radiohead. Um, and they just start populating those dates on whichever end goes more. So like if you're going from Dallas to Colorado, if you're selling out Colorado night after night, just keep adding Colorado dates. But if that Colorado date is not selling well, but Dallas is just start adding those Dallas dates. And I find that super interesting. And then here's the thing. We're talking about like these, you know, you know, elder states people of music, the you know, like Tom York and people like that, who, you know, are in their mid to late fifties and you know have been touring their whole life. If they have four days off in between, 
that's only going to do them good. They're going to perform really well the next night, even if they don't sell out those dates. So it's a win-win for people like that. You know, Metallica does shit like that. Well, so, like, in a lot of cases, they do it because they can, because they can afford to take time off. So, like, even if they have that set aside, just in case there is a lot of selling, I'd be willing to bet, like, in the case of The Smile, they were like, let's do that, but also, like, we can take time off and we will. Well, like, it was super interesting because like Metallica talked about how they do that, how they used to always want to like, we they play a week on and then they take a week off. But obviously, logistically, your crew doesn't have the same financial situation as you. So they can't keep flying back and forth to these right. shows. And you have the same cr- crew, uh, whichever continent you're on, that kind of thing. Um, so they would basically, they Metallica's gotten to the point where they do that and they just keep their crew on retainer. So they have to pay, if they have a six-week tour, but they're only playing three weeks, they're paying that crew's salary for those six weeks, which is awesome. But you're not going to see that with somebody smaller, like, as I mentioned, Black Midi or something like well, that. Well, because right. a band like that can't afford to do anything. Exactly. Like, there's the, like the, they're, they're hoping that the show pays enough or like their guarantee is enough to cover all of that. Especially when you're talking about somebody who's coming from you know, yeah. across the ocean exactly. you know, to the yeah. States. But imagine you have a, a 15 date tour that spans over two months and you go out on tour and you go, if we play 15 dates, we might break even. But if we do well on those dates and the show starts, the word starts to get around and we book more shows, then we'll actually make money. The stress of not knowing how many shows you're going to play on a tour you're going out on. I yeah, think that would bother me. I bet but, that they but, have it baked in a little bit more than that. You think? Well, like, yeah. well these, yeah. these these places. I mean, and these bands we're talking about, like the Mars Volta and the Smile. This, this is this is it, like the contracts that these venues are receiving are like we're getting paid this much money. You're gonna do this. You're gonna have ticket prices be this. This is the split we're making. All this kind of shit. And so no like, radius clause because we might book another show. Well, because yeah, like like that. Or on top of that, they're probably putting in options for booking a show on this date or this date, and they don't have to. Imagine yeah, telling Kendrick Lamar, "Hey, there's a radius clause. Like, <laughs> unless yeah. it, you're Coachella, yeah, I was like, gonna say they do fucked. that for Coachella, right? Yeah, Probably. there's there's no uh, like so for for festivals like like ACL and stuff like that. You, like, I I don't know if they have a specific radius clause for Austin. For, some of the bands will go play after parties, but there's still ACL after parties like at like ACL Live and stuff. But like their their radius clause allows them to go play like you know we've talked about before like Dallas and Fort Worth and stuff like and like Houston yeah. and San Antonio. But uh, for like you know for Coachella, I'd imagine it's like hey you can't play in L.A. like in this amount of time. But even still, they can still go travel or they can do whatever they can go play somewhere else within that week. Yeah, frequently you'll see like when we saw Radiohead at ACL, they did a Mexico tour yeah. on the week in between the yeah. festival a warm up tour. I don't I don't even see it as that. Like they played ACL weekend one. Went down to Mexico, played like four dates, came back, played week ACL weekend two. Yeah, and and like and further on to like the point of like these bands going on tour, not knowing what shows they're gonna play. I think that's incredibly stressful, but I think it's less stressful in the sense of like money because a lot of these bands aren't gonna take that risk, and they don't have to take that risk. The Mars Volta is the only one that I can think of that's like, like like there are people that are like passionate, and so they would just go play music because they want to, but like they also know that they're going to sell shit out <laughs> like like and also their management whoever is in charge of them is going to make sure they're getting treated the best way possible and would like probably tell them like hey you're going to lose money and they might back off but again i would see them as one of the only examples who probably wouldn't back off they well, would go we're going to play music well, they're probably pretty confident in their case especially having not played in 10 years 13 years that 
they will sell out some of these dates and they right. will get to add more. So even if they weren't making money with just those original dates, they'll, you know, add two or three dates and they made money then. Yeah. What's but, yeah. shitty about that for, you know, Mars Volta and also as the fans, as I mentioned, is they had their first date sold out. I imagine that extra date that they added for Dallas, that is now the first date, um, it will eventually sell out. But imagine it not selling out because at the time of recording, it has not sold out. Let's say it doesn't sell out. Now you just ruined that whole like, yeah, we came back and it sold out our first night. And like now it's like at, like that kind of like it just takes some of the shine away. Yeah. Imagine the visual of like them playing to a half empty like auditorium yeah. or whatever they're I forget where they're. I playing, don't even but... think it, it's at the isn't it the factory? It's the factory. Yeah. yeah. So like I wouldn't even imagine it would be empty. I would imagine they have sold out just the general admission. Place. Yeah. But the uh, like the hundred dollar yeah. uh, seats upstairs, maybe that's like a third sold. Mm. That would be annoying, and that's probably a management. That would be a move. weird thing to see. Yeah, but. it would definitely. That's not a great way to start off your reunion. I would feel. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I again, I think they're the kind of people who's like, we're just gonna play. I'll play my ass off to ten people, dude. I, so like, I, yeah, I mean, we, I think we frequently do. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think the idea of like. I think that there's a, a select like number and personality of like person who would be annoyed by starting a reunion tour off that's not sold out. But I also think that if it's like majority sold out and they know the next night sold out and they have multiple other sold out nights, it's like, cool. This yeah. is like, like, like you said, like a warm up tour. This is a warm up night. This so, is, this is the first night we're going to play in front of people. It's not a sold out show. Let's fucking get this and have some fun for the fucking few people, quote unquote, few who are here. Have y'all ever seen Cedric or Omar? Of the Mars Volta live. No. No. I have seen them a couple times live with their band Anti-Mask. Uh, one of them was in Austin at a very small venue. And um, Cedric, the singer, Cedric Bixler Zaval, Zavala, fuck, something like it. that. Almost. That was great. Um, he, uh, like, he's just, he's a frantic performer. He, he doesn't play an instrument, he just sings. So, like, he... Between like the in these instrumental interludes, he's like going crazy, like basically like samba dancing. It's it's awesome to watch. But he grabbed a cymbal off of the drummer's uh, stand at this show, threw it at the wall. There's a fire hydrant right there, and he pierced it, and it just started like shooting um, that uh, whatever. Holy and, shit! And there's video of it. I was at that show, and like everyone was like. Fuck yeah, this is incredible. Fuck yeah, this, <laughs> there was a firefighter at that show. Like, oh no, <laughs> it wasn't. They they kept playing the show. He basically saw it. He grabbed it and he was just like, yeah, hell yeah, this is fucking badass. I was like, I don't know, dude. How would you feel about that as a drummer? Like, we're playing a show no, and like nope, Jackson nope, grabs your symbol nope, nope, and then nope, probably damages nope, it. No, yeah. Nope. No. No. <laughs> Travis Barker played with him for a little bit, but that was not on that tour. Be- Travis Barker can afford to play with that kind of scenario. Yeah. <laughs> Most drummers can't afford to play with a jackass who throws a cymbal. It was one of their, like, <laughs> Mars Volta drummers. I know they've had, like, eight. And it, yeah. it wasn't one of the ones that you know. Like, it wasn't John Theodore or the other. Thomas Bridgen. Sorry, guys. Janks. <laughs> Janks. Janks. <laughs> so, 2022, halfway through. Hmm. Spitting rhymes. <laughs> got, got no time. Um, I found thus far... Most of the albums that I've been excited about have I have either not been I, I didn't hear them at the right time. So I'm thinking about I was super excited about Kendrick Lamar's record. I listened to it the night it was released, and then I was like, "This is too heavy for me right now. I can't 
handle it. That was a busy day. It, it was, was like yeah. the smile, Kendrick, and then there was something else. Yeah, I forget what the, uh, was it Harry Styles? No, no, no. It was uh, Florence and the Machine. Yes. Yeah. And then I listened to that record and I was like, this is great, but it's also kind of heavy. Yeah. Dance and fever. then, yeah. And then uh, Harry Styles' record came out and I was like, this is great. And I burned it out. Yeah. Nothing's really hit in the right spot. I don't. Yeah, I think it's because I'm not in a good mood generally. No masterpieces year. have come out this. Not as far as I'm concerned. You feel like you're kind of in limbo uh, of like good music <laughs> being released. <laughs> Nothing good has come out, except for you know uh, the new Dawes record that comes out this Friday is. It's gonna be dog shit. It's really good, but <laughs> but, but even that, but even that, here's where I'm at. I wouldn't call that their best record. Who moniker? No. <laughs> Dawes. Just say it. I love our record. Thank you. Physicals coming out soon. We'll M- be uh, here in five to eight business days. M N K R. Yeah, I um I don't know what it is. I, like I've listened to stuff that I've been really into and really excited about, um and have really liked. And I don't even know if I burnt it out. Like I know I burnt out May Earlwine's record. I 100% burnt that out. But it's great. I loved it. Um, I loved Regina Spector's album, Florence and the Machines album. Uh, there's a lot of like like Animals as Leaders album they put out was. I think the reason I didn't like that is because it was like 30 minutes. Um, it's basically an EP, but it was great. Uh, I've mentioned like a couple other math rock bands. Cat Bamboo put out a like their. I think, I'm pretty sure it was their first like full length, and it's incredible. But I keep listening to these things, and then I don't go back to them. So I don't know what it is. I don't know if I'm just like mentally in this place where every time I get in the car and I'm driving somewhere, I'm just not ready to like. I can't put on new music because my brain is like it can't take it in. I feel like I'm just like going from place to place to place all the time. And my, I'm like not, I'm learning music, playing music. So it could be a really weird like mixture of all that. I do know that like I'm going to Oklahoma this weekend and I'm going to force the band I'm going with to listen to the Dawes record yeah. the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, it's, it's, it's a very interesting feeling. Like I get music out pretty frequently now, but it's mostly like in the sense of like, okay, I've played, a sh- I've played a lot. I don't really want to go watch music unless I really want to. When you um, leave a, a, a show, whether you're at a show or you played a show, say you have a 20-minute uh, drive home, what do you do? Do you uh, put on a podcast? you sit in silence? It really depends. Uh, it's, it's never silence. 20 never. minutes. No. Never, never. Never silence. silence. not saying driving from Austin. Yeah, 20, 20 minutes, minutes is, is long enough. You don't want silence. Uh, it's uh, It really depends. So, like, there's specific podcasts that I listen to that release on specific days, and normally I listen to them on the same days if i have like the scenario to do so um but your commuter listens yeah yeah i mean a lot of times i'll i'll try to usually like if i'm driving to work and back or a 20 minute drive or something like that i'll try to find something new or i will listen to a new thing just so i can like really put my ears on it but then i run into that problem with the 20 minute drive of going and we talked about this i think where it's a new album and you started at the top and then 20 minutes in it's done and you're like well i don't want to just start that's in the middle why, again <laughs> that's why i picked 20 minutes yeah. i didn't want to give you an hour because yeah. obviously you're going to listen to something no, 20 but, minutes after a show but even even you're if it's going an, home even if it's an hour I will. I'm more likely to put on not new stuff in that hour because I want to have that hour to like, like, kind of be in the zone. And a lot of times, if I'm listening to new music, I'm like focused on that, and I'm not like in the driving zone. Yeah. I don't know if that. I, I, I want to be like kind of like easy and and not like focusing on this music that I'm trying to like or wondering if I like or what have you. I'm definitely. It's like a. I'm a pendulum with this. Is that like I go through fits of. I want to only listen to new stuff. I want to find the next thing I'm going to be passionate about. But then 
uh, and I think what typically swings me the other way is I realize, oh, I haven't like sang in a while or I'm only singing my songs. And like, I want to just sing something yeah. that maybe I can't sing, but I just, it feels good. Like almost every Coheed song, I can't sing Coheed songs, but like I'm having a hell of a time doing it. Right. Sing along. So then I uh, go the other way and I stop listening to anything new and I'm just like only listening to stuff I already know. Yeah. I like, I did this thing where I drove to Austin to play, came back and then I drove to San Antonio to play and I drove back and it was all in one weekend back For and reference, forth. that's like a three and a half, four hour drive. Yeah. And then after that, I drove to Colorado, right? So lots of driving, lots of opportunity to listen to music. And I didn't listen to a fucking new thing. <laughs> I listened yeah. to like all familiar stuff because it's like I'm driving back from San Antonio. It is 1230. I need to fucking like focus up and get this drive going. Sing-alongs. Yeah, sing-alongs. Yeah. Sing-alongs or podcasts. I feel like the, I, I don't know if you guys have this with your, your wives. I, um, <laughs> I was going to say partners, but I was like, ah, oh, they're all fucking married. Um, so... Like, I, I mean, I definitely have this with my partner where like, oh, whenever we both were sick recently and it was a back and forth of which one felt worse and whoever felt better was helping the other one feel like or helping the other person. Right. And then it's a vice versa thing is like, you know, like if somebody's having a bad day, of course, the other the opposite person is like feeling great. And it's this kind of like pendulum swing. I feel like that's what's happening last right now. Last yeah. year, I was like. It wasn't a bad year for music, but I was like, nothing really happened. I really, like, I didn't say this on our end of the year episode, but I struggled to pick my album of the year because I was like, I didn't want to pick what I wanted to pick. I didn't want to listen to anybody talk about it. I was like, that's that's an album for me. Yeah. I don't want to talk to you guys about it. I want that for me. I don't want anybody's opinions other than my own and Anthony Fantanos. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I have a good opinion on this album, Anthony. But now I'm on the opposite side where I'm like, man, this has been such a great year. I'm looking at my list of albums that I look at. I've started keeping album an album list so I don't have to go back at the end of the year and remember what I listened to. And even the stuff that I'm like, oh, I listened to this, but this isn't going to crack the top five for me. I'm like, that's fucking solid. Like the smile, that's not going to be on my top five. There's no chance it will be. Um, but that came out this year. Don FM by the weekend, not going to top the, uh, not going to crack the top five for me, but was incredible. Harry Styles, that was amazing. Really enjoying the Coheed record now, but once again, won't be in the top five. But for me, like, just looking, and I went back and re-listened to all this stuff. So, like, uh, Limbo by Moniker, Limbo by Moniker, Limbo by Moniker, Limbo by Moniker. Lin Manuel by Moniker. Limbo by Moniker. Like, just my top five off the top of my head. No, but, like, legitimately, my top three... I really dare like contending with like what is going to be my number one record. And like right now, uh, two of which I just listened to last week and I was like, these are incredible. One of them was, uh, black Midi's third album. Um, uh, I think it's called, uh, what, fuck, I should have written this down. I tried in hell or something. I I almost tried to listen to that album. And then I remembered the same thing that I remember before I tried it, which is like, God, I fucking hate his voice. But like all the music is incredible, but I was, I didn't even try because I was like, I don't want to be bummed out. I don't want to start listening and then be fucking bummed out that I still don't like this guy's voice. It's a solid (laughs) 30 minutes. And like, I remember last year when I saw them in October, I was like, they played almost entirely new stuff. And then I listened to this record. I was like, holy shit. They played this whole album all the wow. way through from front to back. That's I think. awesome. And I was like, cool. 
this was incredible and I, I love it i think it might be my favorite record of theirs it's so good um but then also uh, another album i just recently listened to was cave world by viagra boys i mean i'm almost positive that's gonna be my album of the year it's it a, is so fucking good it's a really cool album viagra boys are like a, a lot of fun to listen to i that i i think it's the similar thing because like they fit into this like what is people are calling punk i don't know if you call them punk but they are I, I called think, punk i think post-punk but i think they 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 sit in that pocket with like uh idols and um like black midi even like there's like a a, a british post-punk revival right now they're swedish yeah viagra boys are but i think if they were in england it would it's, be the same thing well people are calling it punk and i don't i listen to it and i'm like oh this is post-punk i agree with that yeah. but it's like and anyway it's it, it are very good songs i'm having the same issue i'm having black midi where i'm like i can't do that song do, like that i ain't no thief is yeah. like a straight it's a fucking daughter's song and i played that for my partner and i was like look i know the way i described this band and like i was like I turned it on. She's like, I don't want to listen to this. And I was like, wait, no, no, no. Don't listen to that guitar line. I promise you, you're going to like this. And then she, like, as soon as the chorus came on, she was singing along with it. The, I ain't no thief. Yeah. I ain't no thief. And I was like, God, this is a fucking great album. So, like, I'm super into that right now. Did you watch the Idols from the basement? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I watched it in Italy, I think. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah fancy um yeah and then there's uh two <laughs> other bands that are like they are right in my wheelhouse uh wet legs debut album wet leg uh it is just it, it's very i don't want to say it's similar to illuminati hotties i don't want to it's, it's a it's a vibe though it's totally a vibe where it's like the energy is there it's fun music yeah, exactly um yeah it's just like fun rock music a bit yeah. pop rock uh, i'm super into that that might be my number one and then of course big thief's album uh, let's see if I can get this. You can't. Don't talk to me <laughs> until I've had my dragon new worm mountain. I believe in you. Damn. Okay. Nailed it, dude. <laughs> I have it written down here, but yeah, I mean like that's another. You shouldn't have said that part. Yeah. <laughs> fucking cheater. We're giving so much credit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like that's a double album and I, for the most part, fucking despise double albums. Yeah. And it's like, it's breezy. I, I'll say that like, uh, I, I'm excited to go back and look at because like I haven't been keeping a list, but luckily we have this podcast where we say what we're listening to, so I can go back and scroll through episodes and go, oh, I did listen to that, and I'm excited to go back and listen to everything. Um, but I also like I found some new albums recently that I haven't checked out that I'm excited to listen to. I'm excited for the new Dawes album. Uh, it's a confusing feeling, but I'm, ex- I'm really excited for the new Dance Gavin Dance album. Um, like like people are people who have listened to it have said, don't you mean Alkaline Trio? No, oh, just just sorry. <laughs> I somehow replaced those in my mind. Is that because Coheed did it? What? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, like I, the, people are saying that's their best album. It's 19 songs, and people are like, "Yeah, it's oh, a beast, and it's God. fucking incredible." Uh, <laughs> this is crazy, right? Isn't it wild that like that that's sounds a ex- mixtape? That sounds exhausting, but at the same time, like we bitch about 30 minute long out. Like it's like, like I don't bitch about that. That was you. I'm saying that, that we as a whole have done you, that. I have not done that. You have. I love 30 minutes. You have listened you, to a 30 minute album and gone, this that. is too short. This man is attacking me and I'm hot, okay? <laughs> look at look at that. He's not wearing a shirt. <laughs> I never took off my shirt. I just put it over my head. Like He's a, fucking taking his pants off like right now, dude. Reverse Cornholio. I need TP for my bunghole. He's my bunghole. I need TP for my bunghole. 
Uh, <laughs> that was a reference for you, old timer. I Adam. <laughs> Adam. Yeah. Oh, uh, Adam. Oh. Uh, There's uh, even I mean, more stuff I didn't mention that you like know, Jack White I had an album that came out, about. and he's got another one coming out in two days. Again, I listened to it. I was like, this oh, album's great. I listened to it like five times. I'm like, I don't care if I ever hear it we again. Went and saw him, and you don't care if you ever see him again. Uh, well, no, that was a great show. Without me. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great show. I I, I think I've I've that summed it up. That was a great show. I've been having. <laughs> Did I sound like that? You sound like you listen to Alexis on fire. I have been listening to them, and I can feel myself uh, falling out of love with that record. I can feel myself too. It's Ooh. not that great of a record. It has a weird sound to it's it. It's super strange for yeah. like their like what their last record was like twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. It's so strange. I I don't have, know how to feel about it. <laughs> in summary, <laughs> I feel like this is the most fun I've had playing on stage ever. Like this year in my life, the most fun I've ever had playing on stage. You're and welcome. The least fun I've ever had being a musician. You're welcome. The <laughs> least fun. You're welcome. Just like dealing with people and like like the the business aspect of the it. The business or? aspect yeah. of it. The, I, like the moral compass aspect of it. Personalities. The personality aspect yeah. of yeah. it. Yeah, like you come up with a great acoustic <clears throat> set and like you're like, this is like I I'll fucking play for free, dude, and nobody <laughs> will fucking take it. But yeah, that whole part of it's just been dragging me down. Yeah. So yeah. much. I think I think I think that the, I think that uh, another thing that really is getting to me about like the current state of releases is that it, it feels like there is constantly shit coming out, mm-hmm. and that is a wonderful thing. But how in the living fuck am, is anyone supposed to like keep up with this, listen to stuff, and figure out what you like? It's like there's two like who has the fucking time except for fucking Anthony Fantano because he's made the time and is the busiest music nerd, whatever. Blah blah blah. It's his blah, career, whatever. exactly. So Best it's like teeth in the game. It's like. It's yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Nobody watches Nardwar. I do. I can tell. I well, then you would have done the do do do. Yeah, but people famously don't answer it. Fuck you. Nice. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I like I think that that's a really big deterrent for me. A lot of times is I'll be like, I want to listen to something new, and I'll go look and see what's come out, and I'm like, oh, so much came out, and I don't know any of these names, so I guess I'll just start somewhere and. That's how it is. Yeah, but you but, just gotta start chipping away. You can't be daunted by the task. You just gotta do it. But how you, that you have not listened to your favorite band ever, and you may never listen to them. That's, that's not exciting. at all. That's not well, at all what I'm fucking talking the, about. That's <laughs> totally wrong. We've I all know listened to Foo Fighters. That's it's also not at all what I'm fucking talking They're about. So much better than the Foo Fighters, though. <laughs> but we haven't found it. But that's not. I all mean, what most I'm, of us have, but you guys haven't. I'm talk. I'm fucking talking about the idea of. Sitting down and listening to the music. Where is that time? Does that time like? There's no time to do that shit. It, it's different. You're saying for as you, you get older, you that. don't have time to do anything you enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying. Okay, I just spent eight hours teaching music. I came home. We're doing this. When you guys leave, you think I'm going to sit down and put on a new record I haven't heard before and just you like could. you could. I, could. I did. I did that for the 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 Pine Grove record that came out this year, and it fucking. And like, was it good though? It was good. Yeah, yeah, it's it a great record. Fucking no, like like I remember I I've listened to that band before in the years that they've been around i'm like this isn't for me um and then after a really long day i was just like i'm gonna listen to this and i didn't intend on it but i sat on the couch and didn't move and i just had headphones on and it was an experience no phone you didn't look at your phone i mean i had my phone to listen to it but no i wasn't reading i just sat there and i closed my eyes didn't fall asleep and just listened but that's but that's a mood that you got to be in. There's a place for it. That's that's what I'm saying. Is it's like there's so much music out there. There's so much shit, and I am diving into it. I'm not saying that I'm backing off as I've listened to a lot of stuff. But 
it's just it's hard to to dive in and then go well i didn't like all of this i guess i'll keep listening and i will but then like continue to not like stuff or be like ah it's not for me cost fallacy man don't listen to all 19 songs i swear to god when that album comes out and you're you tell us about it i'm like i'm gonna have to quote what you're doing right now what how is that related at all? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, no, you're <laughs> saying you don't have enough time, but I know you're going to listen to that album. Because I'm I know excited you're gonna about to that so album. Many times. Because I'm excited about that album, and I know I'm going to like it. Do you understand if I don't like something, I'm not going to no. go back and listen to it? Jackson says if you're excited about something, don't listen to What's it. What's happening right now? <laughs> and you're never going to find your favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's think... a positive thing for me. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find that exciting. Some people might find it negative, but I think it's super cool. But that's not at all what I was talking about. No. <laughs> But it depends on the year you've been having. When you say something like that out loud to me, I go, fuck, man, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but for you, it's like, that's exciting. There's more music to be found. So Hagen's excited for Dance Gavin Dance. Do you have anything you're excited about outside of Dawes? Um, no. <laughs> you mean like for the rest of the year? Yeah. No, nothing. Adam? I don't know what's coming out later this year, so I don't well, really here, know. Well, here, let me read a list for you. Um. Jack White has a new record coming out. I, I I would say I'm excited about that, but that just feels like a second half of this other album. Y'all I don't know, know if that's going to be true musically. It's the softer version, right? I don't know. I haven't read anything about it, so I have no idea. But I'm a softer version. <laughs> if that's if that is what <laughs> like it is, like a softer version, <laughs> soft for the very, very first. first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the lo-fi girl studying the hip-hop beats. Take me down to the paradise city where the grass is green and I'm Girls a soft are version. Titty. <laughs> uh, so uh, you guys don't strike me as an audience that would care about 100 Gex, but they have a new album that is you know expected this year. Going once, going twice, moving on. Mars Volta, I would only imagine, is going to release a record. Adam, um, I, would, okay. um, I would imagine so, but that's part of why I don't bother to look at what's coming out is that all these albums just show up as like a surprise we have an album coming out in like a month so i don't I feel any, that I, I like it but i don't feel it is easy to judge what's going to be out in the Personally, next five months i and i think i really suffered for from this with the coheed record they released like five teaser tracks for this album they just put out and it fucking killed me like i just wasn't excited for it when it came out and, like, I, I'm at the point where I think I'm going to stop listening to singles because they just, like, it takes it away from me. Uh, so I'm I'm a fan of Shadow Drops, and I'm a fan of, like, hey, it comes out in a, a week to a yeah. month's time. I love that. It just, like, you get excited for that week or month, and then the record's out. You don't have to worry about, like, man, I'm going to overplay this song, so then when I listen to it in context with the other ten songs, it feels like, oh, I know this song, so I'm going to check out during yeah. it. And you know, I would venture to say that most bands would rather do it that way. But the way yeah. that people are streaming songs now, they get more attention if they release seven singles on right. a ten, ten track album. I'm going to assume My Chemical Romance will be releasing a record before this tour that comes out, or at least announcing one. It starts yeah. in like September. The tour does, so we have like a month, two months. If the season of Umbrella Academy says anything, I won't like this album. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Beyonce will have a new record, not by the time we record our next episode, but next week she'll have a new record, and the song that she put out for it, ah, my favorite Beyonce song. It's so fucking Still, fun. See, I haven't heard it yet. It's so fun. I mean, at this point, just wait for the record. Yeah, I'm but going to. I'm really into this uh, like 
I mean, they're calling it like it's like gay electronic music, and I don't quite understand. I, you know, they're saying that because like Peak Frida's on it, and it sounds like runway music, kind of like. And when I say that, if you go into a Nordstrom or like any type of department store, you know that music that I'm talking about, like kind of like Cher, like Do You Believe? Yeah, that's and that, immediately like, I thought of Cher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it has that kind of drum beat, and that's becoming a very popular thing. Apparently, that Drake album was like that. I'm super into it. It's just super fun. I feel like I could really dance to it. I, I, I'm now that you mentioned those bands and those artists, I'm excited about the idea of a Mars Volta record because when that new single came out, it did make me go back and listen to their last couple of records, and I was yeah. like, "Fuck, this stuff is so good." But that single was well, underwhelming. Uh, all of, both of them were. I haven't heard I didn't the, second know there was one. the second one, but I, I think the first one at least is interesting because it's different, and I don't necessarily want them to try to do their first album again right they yeah. haven't been and able they to do that did. they haven't been able to do that since so yeah because I, I probably will upset people by saying this but i think their albums got worse every time they did it's so. very much like uh i would agree completely with that it's very much like um, they started modest mouse. Their, their best album in my never opinion got better. Yeah. that's modest mouse for you yeah. they start and like it's really good for a while yeah it's not to say that just, they're bad but it's a day crescendo of a career and it's like yeah. modest mouse Either only do greatest hits tours or just stop in general. Bedlam and Goliath is my is in the That's top where it two. Stops. Yeah, it's in the top yeah, two of my favorite record? Mars third Volta record, records. Yeah, yeah, and then Ap- Ampitecture, and then it's like Nocturnic Hit, and then Nocturnic Hit. Yeah, yeah I, I liked all Which three like, of those. None records. of those are, yeah, none of their albums are bad, but they definitely were not as diminishing good. returns for sure. Yeah, and so it's hard to get excited about a new album in a way because of that. But I think this is different enough that. Maybe it'll be good. I'm so. open to it, but like they've kept me away from wanting to buy tickets to that first night. I wish I could get tickets to the second night and and see what the set list is for the first night. But that's obviously at this point, it's like it's a gamble you got to take. Yeah. Um, me personally, the Mountain Goats are coming out with a new record August, I believe. Um, and I'm always excited for that. I mean, I'm probably not going to talk about it much on the uh, podcast, but that's something like that's just a feel good thing for me. So. I don't know. It's been so far. I've really enjoyed this year. My top five was different, you know, last month. And I think that's really fun. So how much of this, how much of this year and your mood towards the music you're enjoying, do you think correlates to everything outside of music in your life? Do you think I'm having a good time in my life? That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Um, I think I'm having a good time in my life in general, but I don't. You're traveling. You got a new job. I, I don't like correlate those things though mm. um music is pretty independent from those as much as i can be obviously if i put on a certain record uh that i listen to at a certain time in my life it takes me to that point right i can't help that but you know i i do keep those things very independent um for fear of that i don't i don't like sometimes how an album becomes a polaroid and Oftentimes that can be really good, but sometimes I've had things that have been just ruined. Yeah. Like I can't listen you to can't, things yeah. because like I associate it with a certain thing and that that's just a bummer. So I try really hard to keep those independent. Um, so I don't think that really, yeah, no, it's fucking hot outside, like miserably hot. <laughs> and like, I know we said like, oh, we don't need to talk about that, but it's fucking uncomfortably hot. Yes. It's like um, what day 27? I paid a st- over like 100 of over 100. I paid a stupid amount of money for a PS5 just so I could not go outside. I was like, look, it, I'm never going Keeping outside those again. in business. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I bought it from a store. But okay. like 
I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm never going outside again. So like, I need something exciting in here other than my guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you look down the barrel of like the weather forecast for the next 10 days and it's like 110, 112, 109. And then you see articles that say is wokeness responsible for the heat wave in the UK. And it's like, sorry, what, what? That's not how you spell climate change. Yeah, exactly. Not at all. It was yeah. 95 degrees out uh, at around 7.30 tonight, and my wife and I were out in the backyard playing with my dog. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so nice out. Yeah, I guess we do <laughs> have to point out, it's we're complaining it's over 100 here. We have air conditioning. It's not as bad as in the UK or anywhere else in Europe right now. Where Spain and Portugal are having a terrible, really fucking tough time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. where there's it's no AC, dangerous. or at least yeah. not enough AC to keep up. Yeah, time, time and time again, every bad thing that has happens in the world is not affecting us like middle class white men. It's just not. So, yeah. But a global fucking heat wave. But it's still not <laughs> affecting terrifying. us in the bad way. Like, no, it's we're not, yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, but we're we're un- we're uncomfortable going outside where we don't work outside. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Or the the Hagen and I work together. Where some the, of us don't work outside. Yeah, the AC at our job broke. <laughs> yeah. So we're fucking in sweat boxes and teaching then, lessons. Yeah. We we played for four hours one night outside and then three hours and one I, night outside. Okay, so here's the white man uh, th- part of me that's like, I forgot my fan. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot my nice fan that keeps me cool sometimes during outdoor gigs. And then we played that indoor gig, Moniker did. And I brought my and fan. And he brought his gig. fan and like, Dave doesn't have long hair, but he's got enough that you can see the, the yeah. wind go through it. Um, it's almost that, just like a movie prop then, like just keeping the air blowing on your hair. Oh, no, but oh, then dude, the band after us there. saw, and where they were like, oh, whoa. And as they were setting up, they are like, can, can we use that? And no. the singer of the band, she had like a, a long hair. Beautiful hair. And like the whole time, it was just blowing back like that Beyonce video of her with the hair stuck in the yeah. fan, but it's just blowing. I think yeah. it was the guitar player. She goes... Uh, Kent, or she said, "Is that your fan?" And I was like, "Yeah, you want to use it?" <laughs> like, I fucking stoked. I think every musician should have a fan like that. It's like thirty bucks on Amazon, right? Thirty, well, between thirty and seventy. Yeah, at worthwhile investment. Super worthwhile. In Just Texas. like earplugs, thirty or seventy bucks, and you're fucking investing. Yeah. So. I mean, I feel good about this year. If we were to just stop where we are right now, I've got such a, you know, a great list, and I re-listened to all of my like top albums, and I was just like, man, I can't, I can't put what's what, especially with two of these albums being so brand new to me. I'm like, oh, are these, you know, are, are these just like I'm excited about them right now? Will I like them in five months? So, I mean, I, I'm really excited about the year. It feels good. I'm glad. Music's back, baby. Is back. Do, do, Let's clarify something. The oh, music is shit. back for you right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Shit. But also, we're... and also, like, just just because, like, I'm, we're not feeling music. Me and Dave at least aren't feeling as much of the new music right now. Not to speak for you. No, uh, you're fine. You're right. But that doesn't mean that the rest of the year or the stuff, the past releases of this year are bad. It's just like it's a it's a just a personal thing. It's literally just how we feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening right now. This year sucks. <laughs> this year sucks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you, Guy. It sucks. It sucks for uh, different reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does, does anyone else think that there's going to be like a more shutdown? No. No? no? Never. Uh, do we need to clarify in America? Yeah. yeah never no. again. No. Nope. Never again. Yeah. But didn't California happen. just go back to mask mandates? Yeah, yeah that's not America, though. Yeah. It's not America. <laughs> it's also masks indoors only. It's not. Yeah. It's like, it's, you know. 
California has been still doing a lot of testing and stuff on on like sets and stuff like that. So I, they're and that, very honestly, different. that's probably always going to continue. Yeah, even if it's not for COVID specifically, but just you think about how many people are involved on a production of any kind and how right. essential everybody is. If somebody gets sick, you can't do anything. Right. And um, in the Coheed subreddit, um, people for every single show, and I've been like trolling through this and waiting for it every day somebody says hey does the florida show uh require a vaccination a proof of vaccination does the dallas show require proof of vaccination every single time you can go on there and you can check fact check me here i'm in the comments and i say yeah and they also ask you to name three coheed songs or you're not allowed in (laughs) i have just like taken to i'm like trying to say yeah you have to be proof of uh, you have to be vaccinated i'm not even telling like oh yeah you can have a negative test like you have to be uh fully vaccinated and you got to name three songs (laughs) go check me on that (laughs) it's been fun y'all got anything else or uh you want to talk about what we're listening to we can talk about what we're listening to okay yeah you guys can do that Ah, what the fuck man uh, what I, that means? Kind of on on theme from uh, our previous conversation. I haven't been listening to anything. I've been listening to the new Alexis on Fire record called Otherness, and the their, their screamer is a firefighter. Yeah, and he's like, I'll be more committed to that than this band, but yeah. I'll still be in the band. Yeah. Uh, the 2020 album Devastator by Phantom Planet. I found that one again, and I watched uh, Studio Six 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 last night. The Foo Fighters movie. How was it? Give us a review. Fucking scary. Really? I hate scary movies. Me too. They legitimately scare me. Mm-hmm. And I thought, because these guys are all familiar to my eyes, that it won't be scary. It's still really scary. <laughs> so I've, listened to, I've been listening to that record that accompanied that movie. Have you all seen it? No, I haven't uh, seen it yet. It's fucking scary. I figured it would be like a kind of campy scary. Like a B-movie. Oh, it is. Really. Yeah, it is. It's okay, campy. Okay. It's like B-movie-ish, but it's high quality. Like the production right. is super it's high quality. It's a B-movie, but they're the Foo Fighters and they yeah. got money. Are yeah. there any good, like, are you guys cool with me asking if there are any good cameos? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah. worried yeah. about being <clears throat> spoiled about. Is like Paul Li- McCartney in it? Lionel Richie's in it. Fuck yeah. That's Dave Grohl has writer's block and he's like playing Hello by Lionel Richie. And Lionel Richie comes in and he goes, he puts his hand on Dave Grohl's shoulder and it scares the shit out of him. And he goes, ah, Lionel! And then Lionel Richie goes, man, I, everybody gets writer's block, but that's my fucking song, dude. Stay <laughs> away from my fucking song. That's, that's the funniest part in the whole movie. That's good. Um, I've been listening to the new Lizzo special. It's very, very good. Very fun. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's a there's a super weird thank you at the end that just like threw me off. Yeah, I was gonna say minus that track. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very sweet little message, but it's just like it just threw me off. I was like, uh, uh, wait, wait, what? The music stopped. Why? Why am I hearing this now? Um, and then uh, Spearbox put out like an EP called Rotoscape, and it's they call it, it it's a single, but uh, there's three songs on the single, and it is like a reimagine. It's like a, I, I don't know if reimagining is the right word, but it feels like a reinvigoration of new metal for 2022. It's cool. I like it. Dad vibes. That's that uh, Limp Biscuit song. Never mind. <laughs> New metal. It was a quote. Go ahead, Adam. Oh, I really don't have anything that I've been listening to. Okay. This, this note is for you to say what you're listening to, it so it goes in the, the show notes. Okay. Can you send it to me so I can delete it real quick? No. Okay. Um, I, you know, I I went to see Coheed this past uh, weekend, and um, the opener, or I guess. Yeah, opener for the uh, show was Alkaline Trio, and that's a band I've wanted to see for 
the better part of a decade, I would say, even longer than that. I've been into them ever since they released that record, Crimson. And, like, that's, I've realized, I used to think I was, like, super into punk rock, but I was like, this is the punk I'm into. I'm into the punk with, like, catchy choruses. Like, occasionally I can get into something, you know, like... Pop punk. Pop punk. Yeah. And I was just, it felt so good seeing them live. I was super excited, and, like, this is a, uh, you know, people disagreed this was not one of my uh popular opinions uh to people i've talked to about this uh but they had like i would say they played 90 percent of their the set really well but there was 10 percent where i was like matt skiba what the fuck are you doing like in what way he started playing this uh so like uh, i don't know if he god damn it stop talking to me yes s word on my computer you um, keep doing it <laughs> yeah i don't know um so if you don't know much about Alkaline Trio, it's a trio, and the the bassist uh, Dan and then Matt Skiba they trade off vocals. Like it's not very much like a, like oh Matt Skiba's the front man. It's like they they both have their songs. Like half of the record is one singing, the other half is the other. Um, during one of the bassist songs, uh, Matt Skiba will typically he'll be playing more intricate stuff on guitar at that point, and it was just clear he knew the pattern on his fingers but he couldn't figure out where on the fretboard it was and he had this like pattern three times the first two times he just completely fucked it and then the third time he got it and then after the song he's like well we have two songs left i'm gonna play this next song perfect for you guys after that shit show oh that's even worse and i know i'm gonna fuck up the last song so uh here we go do that and like here's the thing here's the thing is i saw that like and i was just sitting there i was like this for me was super endearing and it was only because it was like a very small amount of their set. But for me, it was super endearing where I was like, man, I love a rough trio. I love it. I could see how anybody else in the crowd would have hated it, but I was just like, man, I love this. I love that that dude's in blink 182 and he can't fucking play his own songs that he wrote. You can't (laughs) fool me to think that he writes any of the music for blink 182. But like I was sitting there and then, they fucking they nail the next two songs and i'm just like for me i've seen we've seen uh walk the moon together and i was just like these people on stage have no fear of messing up because even if they mess up there's so many backing tracks there's so much backing that band that there's no fear for them and like that's okay i'm not yucking that yum but for me whenever i saw matt skiba completely fuck it i was just like this is beautiful. If you, for people who are listening that play frequently, if you make a mistake on stage and you have a microphone, don't ever fucking point it out. I loved it. Wait, no. it was so I, I, I hate it, it so much. It, it can work in the right context, I guess, because I feel like this would be something that's kind of obvious. Yeah, it's very obvious. So, yeah, like, so then you can go, Ooh. I think it's okay to address it. If, if it's something that's not obvious and you're like, oh, well, I just fucked that up and nobody else would have known. If you're a don't... giant band, you can do that and it's okay. fine. But if you're if you're if you're like a, a, a I, I don't always like it. It depends how it's done. But I would say as a, like a, as a rule for somebody who's playing at the local level or whatever, oh, yeah, yeah, don't definitely. fucking do that. Yeah, like, don't say you're <laughs> about to play a new song. Just yeah, play it. These are, yeah, these just are, play it. It but is a new song for most everybody they, there. They did treat it very much like a Blink-182 riff. Like, okay. in the sense, like, when he fucked up, he was like, yep. Well, and, and he said something like, I think he's sober. And I, he said something, well, I really wish I had a beer here to blame for that. And I was like, that's pretty fucking <laughs> That's funny. fine. Yeah. Okay, so all that being said, don't say that you're going to mess up one of the, the no, last fair. two songs. Yeah. Don't say yeah. that. Can we all agree on that? The yeah, song yeah. he said he was going to mess up is their most famous song. So it was like, you're not going to mess up that song, yeah. dude. Um, but 
right before they played that last song. Uh, this was so great. This is the last story I'll tell, and then uh, Hagen can go listen to all the new records that he's uh, chomping at the bit to listen to. But um, they so they had uh, all those uh, picks on their mic stands, both the bassist and the guitarist, and they kept doing this thing. This was super nice. Uh, when they would trade off, uh, whenever the bassist was singing, Matt Skiba was literally grabbing picks and flicking them into the crowd oh. so much that when he would step away from his mic stand – the twice the uh tech had to run up on stage and refill it and like <laughs> Matt Skiba like turning he's like thanks man and the bassist right before the last song uh somebody put their like kid like he looked like maybe he was like eight years old on uh their shoulders like maybe five people back and the bassist like looks at the kid he goes hey kid and throws a pick at him somebody throws their hands up catches it and the bassist watches him for a little bit and then he gets in the mic he said hey give it to the kid guy didn't do anything he goes give it to the fucking kid. And then he grabs more picks and starts throwing at the kid. And he, he was getting, you could tell he was getting really mad. He was like, dude, give it to the fucking kid. And Matt Skiba was like, ah, damage control. And he goes, Hey kid, that's an outdoor word. Don't say that. And you get home. It was really good. And then he played their most famous song, which has a lyric that says, I'm shaking like a dog shit and razor blades. So I was like, really nice. Matt Skiba. You, yeah. you taught that kid. Well, yeah. So that's what I've been listening to. Very cool. Anybody got anything else? Do, 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 do. Nice. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it so much. Uh, if you haven't already, please follow or subscribe whatever podcast app you are using. If you're on social media, you can follow us at uh, DFTA Podcast on Instagram, Dope with the Artists on Facebook. Send us some stuff to listen to that we did not mention. Send us rap albums. Send yeah, please, us, please. Do not send country albums, please. Please. Well, you no, can. send them. You can, but we may ignore them or Dave will listen to them. Yeah, we have listen. blind spots. We know that. We know that we listen to rock. We listen to metal. Send us stuff we're not going to listen to organically. Please. please email us at here's this album I really like at don'tfeedtheartist.com and we'll listen to it. We'll give it a listen. We promise. We pinky promise. Um, and if you have any thoughts about anything else, uh, if, you, if, if you're missing the news episodes, if you want more topics, please email us. Let us know. We would love any input and anything that our fans and our listeners have to say. It means the world. So thank you guys so much and fuck off. Get me a good album to listen to. Hmm. That's good.